0: Spike, today. do the right thing. Damn. Oh boy, it's been a while. I think this is, this is not counting this past summer. This is the longest we've ever gone without doing this. Is that right? Oh, by far. There was like, well, I mean, there's been like busy, busy weeks here, weeks there. Stuff yeah, on. yeah, it's been
1: a. I was gone last. Weekend. I was, I was on vacation well, last. Night. Yeah, and I was traveling. I went to go visit Nikki. and
0: like we were fucking around. So like. Oh, so you guys were uh, together, and you could have recorded together, but We could have. We could have. We chose to spend our brotherly time doing other things. Um, Went to a strip club. My buddy's bachelor party. I'm not going to strip clubs. I'm so bad. I've I've been been. to a strip club uh, twice in my life. That was my third time. Three. Three times. Twice. Just twice. Just twice. It was. It was. uh, I'm the. I'm the. I'll save you guy. I'm the. You don't have to do this anymore. I'll take care of you. That's me. (laughs) We gotta get up there and shake the dollar bills no dude more. it was like at one point so i told my buddy so at one point she was just like sitting on me and i didn't know what to do so i just like gave her like Friend, hug like I just like wrap my arms around her, and I'm just like, Oh, that's a funny story you're telling. And then at the end, when it was over, I helped her pick up her money. <laughs> I didn't know what to do, oh, I was so uncomfortable. Dude, that's like a simp move. I know, I know, that's I was bad. Just, I was so uncomfortable. I'm just like, You did a good job, but here, <laughs> let me. I'm Does gonna... Amber listen to this? Oh, no, never. God, no, thank God, God, no, 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 that's no. bad. No, no, no. that's it tough, was, man. yeah I didn't know what to do. I was just like, I thank you, <laughs> but at one point, so. They gave us like two, it was for a bachelor party. So they gave us like two private sections, and everybody goes into the one section, and we had to like fill up the other one. So Nikki and I go in there, and two strippers come in, and it's just us. And like we were not planning on like engaging it's uncomfortable. or spending any money. So it's just me and my brother sitting in a little, like basically a coffin with two <laughs> strippers, and the one sits on my lap. And she's like, What's your name? I'm like, I'm, I'm Jay. She's What's your name? She goes. Oh, I'm Nikki. I'm like, nope. You gotta, go. <laughs> you gotta get off. I told her. I was like, I'm sorry. That's my brother's name. He's right here. This is uncomfortable. I was like, I don't. Best of luck. You, Couldn't you, you can, just be like Destiny or Charm uh, or Destiny Brandy? Would, Destiny or something? would be worse. Destiny oh, it's Nikki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The worst. Could if somebody would have been like, Hi, I'm Amber. I've been like, Oh no, I gotta, I gotta go make a phone call. What's your mom's name? And she would have said, My name is Madeline. I'd be like, Ah, no, I'm, I'm going back to Chicago right now. Assumed
1: your mom's name was like. J. Lena. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> very, Juanita. <laughs> yeah. Very common
0: Puerto Rican name. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's why we haven't been recording, guys, because I was at a strip club and Tad was on a beach.
1: Yeah. I, um, Man, like you, you kind of. I, I had some good, fun, and easy banter, but you <laughs> sort of stole my thunder. I haven't pooped since last Wednesday. Oh, no. I haven't produced a solid Why? bowel movement. Uh, I got sun poisoning one day in Mexico, and I got super oh. sunburned and dehydrated and had to like hang out in my hotel room for a whole day. That's rough. And uh, I did. I. I I, I, since I was so dehydrated, it basically just completely backed me up. So, oh. i I actually uh, worked from home on Monday because I was taking so many laxatives and other things to like try to help me out that I was afraid to take the brown line to work because I thought I'd have a brown line <laughs> on the brown line. And so, that's gross. Uh, but then Tuesday, like it didn't happen. So then Tuesday, I was like, "Fuck, I, I got to come in." And there, there was uh, one time. Today on the brown line on the way in where I started sweating a little bit and the breath this the thing was stuck and I was like oh god this is it <laughs> this is where it happened. Uh fortunately it didn't happen it hasn't happened yet. I'm still I'm still working on it. The doctor did tell me though that basically until it's been about a week and a half I don't really have anything to worry about and uh I, you know full disclosure for everybody listening at home and for you as well uh we're we're getting very close. I I went to the bathroom today and it was I
0: mean it's 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 right there. It just needs you just got to lube it up a little bit more and we'll be good to go. Listen Lauren if you're listening to this um you take a little bit of Vaseline, right? Uh, middle finger, and uh, it's almost like like a, like the Grim Reaper's hook. You just kind of get up there, and you kind of just like you kind of just you pull down on it really fast, just a few times. I'm sure you guys have done this before, but in this case, this is a medical procedure. It's usually a fun, right? thing. <laughs> in this case, it's a medical procedure. We're just going to yank on it ever so slightly, um, just to dislodge whatever may be in there. Um, Worst case scenario, you know we have get like people a miniature we, people we work with listen to this, yeah, that's fine, uh, they didn't respect us anyways uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just take a little mini plunger and you just well, you just pop it on there really fast, and then once it's secure, then you just yank that shit out. I have a friend who works as a an e r nurse, and that's what they did some for uh, for somebody who had some shit stuck up there, so you know
1: i was i was i was gonna lead into this discussion when we did our our intros. And be like, a.k.a. I haven't pooed in six days, Jeter. Oh, my
0: God. That is a a next level pun. That is.
1: It's not really even a pun. It's just a statement of fact. That's fair. With Jeter's name thrown in there.
0: That's so bad. I'm going to throw up. Um, (laughs) Wow. Well, for the first time in quite some time, Tad and I are in the same room. Uh, Nikki unfortunately cannot record today. We had some, we, the three of us have been had some very weird schedules over the last couple of weeks, so we haven't really been able to get on the same page. Uh, unfortunately, this week Nikki will not be recording with us, so uh, it's just R- happening. RIP, I? Nikki. He's not, he's, I talked to him this morning. He's fine. He's, he, he just sent us the show notes. He he's, did. He,
1: um, Actually, I believe he texted us about an hour ago I think, or so. I think
0: you're right. Um, if not, sent us some stuff on IG. If um, you if
1: you are also, if you listen to this show and you do not follow the Instagram, Nikki has been putting out consistently uh, fire it's, it's Instagram been content. The, uh, I, the, I laugh at every <laughs> single one of them. And it's not even like, I'm not even laughing at, I'd laugh at this if it was anybody else that posted it. Right. You know, like if... Uh, Uh, what's, what's the like NBA meme account that we all follow that you guys, it might be just NBA (laughs) memes. Yeah, (laughs) sure. I mean, that that makes sense. I'd laugh at it if they posted it. So it's, if you're not following the gram, uh, you're missing some, some fire content. So add us on the Grom.
0: <laughs> yeah, the the best one was the one with Steph Curry it was. Steph Curry three one return date change to three two. Wait three three. Wait, oh no, not again. <laughs> <laughs> I really uh, I really like he, the really the, sh- the Shaq one. The Shaq one was good. Uh, the LeBron one was pretty solid. Um, oh, I didn't
1: see the LeBron one. The Taco oh, yeah. one is this is gold.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, isn't it good? See, like we're uh, looking we're looking
1: at these right now on our phones, and you guys. Could be joining in and sharing in the laughs if you so follow NBA Podcast on Instagram at NBA Pod. It's very simple, it's literally just NBA Pod. It's like what you put in when you search for our podcast, which I assume you all do all the
0: time, right? Exactly. Oh, I like the one you did with uh, with John Morant, It's like, I'm a dunker, always have been, always will be. John Morant on how he likes to eat cookies. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, oh, man. The, the shack, uh, the shack thing though.
1: Uh, that that hairline <laughs> oh is God.
0: preposterous. Do you know what's funny is I always forget that these bald NBA players still like have they, hair. They have hair. Yes. I always forget that they still have hair because yeah, you don't they're think about always it, bald. Shaq has been bald for 40 years. right? <laughs> More or less. Uh, I'm pretty sure Shaq just came out the womb and he I, was bald. I would say since since about 98, he's been bald. So uh, I just like you forget. And then, oh, my God, that. That, hold <laughs> me. It's, it's just, it's absurd, is what it is. Like,
1: that, like that. I, I don't even have words to describe. Oh, when I saw that, like at first when I saw it, I was like, what "The fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was fake. that's fake. what I'm, I'm saying. I thought it was fake, <laughs> and then I, and then I was like. And then I saw the video where he's like I lost a bit with the <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Oh my that god." So, dude, I so I did not think that there it was possible to have a more whack hairline than LeBron. Uh, man, dude. Shaq proved me wrong. I also didn't think it was uh possible to have a more absurd haircut than the time that Carlos Boozer spray-painted oh, his sure. hair on. Oh,
0: my God. But, dude, no, that Shaq, it takes, it's it, Shaq's hair takes it, it well, takes the the crown. And, like. like, Dwayne Wade has notoriously been corny, but, like, that is a phenomenal fucking, th- the stakes were high on that one. I wonder what they were betting on, but Jesus, the stakes were high on that one. I whatever if it had something to do with the dunk contest, and... And uh, Dwayne <laughs> Wade, Like, that I, is like Wade.
1: It makes me question everything that I know, though, because like, is Michael Jordan actually bald, or does he just bick that shit? You I'm know sure, what I mean?
0: I'm sure it's the I'm sure it's the latter. Like now, I I can't stop thinking about what is Michael Jordan. Yeah, like. same. I literally I literally, really I literally
1: like, had that thought the other night. Like I, I I have forgotten everything that I know. Like every everything that I hold true in this world, it, it feels like is just out the fucking window. Oh, I like to
0: think that he's got like it it is very bald on top and it only grows on the sides. That's just like <laughs> that's the only, that's the way I like my MJ. So <laughs> <laughs> like, he he I mean so he basically has like the 1970s NBA player haircut. Yeah, yeah. He, I want I I like to picture my MJ as like George Jefferson. I want the George Jefferson. I want no hair on top, just hair on the sides. That's how I want my MJ. I
1: I really hope someday like an NBA player just Cause like you know these guys always try to uh, one up themselves with like fashion and like all the stuff they're doing. One of these days somebody's just got to come out like rocking the monk. If you're not <laughs> if you're not familiar with the monk is, it is like when you are straight up just bald on top, but you grow the hair all the way around your sides oh, like yeah. uh, some sort of like halo type looking thing. I love it. I, I need like Luca Luca Doncic could could do that. Like like <laughs> give, me, give me give me Luca with the monk.
0: I feel like it's got to be a black dude. It's got to be a black dude or like certain certain white dudes. Luca was just kind of the first player that I thought That's of better. Also, I saw he's he's hurt hand injury. Yeah, that team's coming down to the wire and they're they're hurt. KP like had 38 on. the other night though. Yes. 38 and like 17. Yeah, he almost had a triple double. He looked good. Um, well, cool. Let's uh let's introduce ourselves and let's get into it. We, do you, we have that next? intro? Oh hey, after it's you, it's sir. your boy Tad. That's this uh, that friendly banter you're looking for. I love fun and easy banter. It's so it's much good. easier to record in person. God damn it, I miss recording in person. I know
1: you don't have me and Nikki trying to talk over each other all the fucking time. Oh, neither of us. I I, I just think. More, Fluid. I think that Nikki and I have the problem of uh, one of us has clearly delayed audio. And so like you can't tell that the other person is talking until like they've been talking for like five seconds and then the other one of us starts chiming. I think
0: it's Nikki. I would would tend to agree. Just being at his apartment two weeks ago, the internet quality up there is quite terrible. Uh, I was not. I was not able to receive and or make any phone calls. If somebody if somebody was in the house, they wouldn't be able to call from within the house to scare you. Uh, the internet is that bad. That was a long winded way of referencing the movie When a Stranger Calls. Uh, anywho, um, <laughs> anywho, I'm Jay. I'm here. Um, no AKA's today. It's just me.
1: I had one. I thought of one yesterday. I can't remember what it was. It was something with Wes Owundu. like I, it was like I want <laughs> I want you Ooh. something, but it was, there was something there was something more to it, but I can't remember I can't remember what it was, but uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it's uh,
0: yeah, no, I can tell it was gonna be good. Jamal hash browns, <laughs> lovely. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Um, so this week James Harden had an interview with um, um oh my god, I'm was that just was that this week him.
1: or was that last week?
0: It might have been last week. Last week, James Harden had an interview um with was was Rachel Nichols. Rachel Nichols. Um as a part of the jump. Is and... Rachel Nichols hot? Yes. I don't know. No, no stop. 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 Yes. She's got lunch lady arms. <laughs> she may. She does. She may. Uh I think she's very pretty. She <laughs> this is digging deep into my bag. This oh boy, this is gonna be a weird episode. She reminds me of, did you ever watch uh, the Cat House on Cinemax? I, I didn't get that
1: channel. Got young it. Young man. Cool.
0: There was a, a young lady who worked at said a set Cat House. Her name was Ila- Isabella Soprano. Uh, anybody who out there had, has partaken and or engaged in that show will know what I'm referring to.
1: So you think Rachel Nichols looks like a prostitute?
0: Well, Yeah. Uh, I want to be clear here I'm not saying Rachel Nichols looks like a prostitute she resembles a woman who is a prostitute yes
1: so she she's, that still means she. We're, you're just t- putting the extra words in there she looks like a prostitute there is a woman who is a prostitute yep that Rachel Nichols looks like. Therefore, Rachel Nichols looks like a prostitute, I'm, a specific prostitute, mind you. I'm not sure. saying she looks like sure. your your run-of-the-mill
0: prostitute, like not your back-alley hooker, but sure. like, you know. Sure. She, now that you broke it down that way, um, yes, Rachel Nichols looks like a prostitute is what I'm saying. Rachel um, Nichols is hot, though. I mean, I don't I think, think you can I argue that. Thank you. Uh, a high-end prostitute. Uh, <laughs> so, anywho, in the interview, uh, she mentions to James Harden that uh, you know he gets a lot of feedback from NBA reporters and media and fans about how boring his style of play is, and he proceeded to comment uh, and say, "I wish I could just run around and be seven feet and just run and dunk like that. Take that takes no skill at all. I got to actually learn how to play basketball and how to have skill." Um, which was clearly a shot at Giannis, who had... I
1: honestly, at first, it took me a minute. I thought, I was like, I was like, is he calling out Anthony Davis? <laughs> I'm like, what, what? And then, and like, it, it dawned on me, like, but it took... I was like, who the... What the fuck? Oh, Giannis. In, oh, yeah. in
0: Tad's defense, he didn't partake much in the NBA All-Star stuff this year, so he missed a lot of the uh, a lot of the jabs that Giannis was throwing at James Harden. No, no I,
1: saw the, I saw the jabs, like, I want somebody that can pass and, yeah. and all that stuff. I mean, here's the freaking deal, man. Like, James Harden, a supremely talented basketball player, certainly. Nobody's gonna argue that. The guy scores 35 of fucking night and he's efficient at doing it here's the thing what james harden does is hard no james harden has just figured out how to get fucking free throws and and go to the line all the time he's exploited the system and he's 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 a great ball handler he's a good passer uh he when he wants to get in the lane and and score in the paint he can uh he's a great shooter one of the best shooters we've probably ever seen but dude here is the fucking deal what Giannis does takes infinitely more skill i i i sorry I cannot I'm I'm going to go ahead and say that. Giannis is a more skilled basketball player than James Harden.
0: Uh help me understand why that is.
1: I mean, just like uh, if you like take a look at what Giannis does on like a, a night, dude, Giannis does everything. He beats you from everywhere. He beats you on defense. He beats you on offense. He grabs boards. He's learned how to shoot the three. I mean, he's not super efficient at it, but hey, no. dude, you give him another year or two in that. Uh, sure. But I'm saying though, it takes a lot of skill to get in the paint. And like, yes, I know he's fucking seven feet tall and like a freak athlete. Sure. Yeah. I'm not saying that there's not some like genetics at play here, but I, I if
0: at worst, they're as skilled. I mean, a lot of what Giannis does is pure physicality, and by nature, like rebounding is a f- is there is there how many is, guys
1: that size handle the ball like he does? KD is his size and he can't handle the ball. like I agree. Gian- Giannis I wouldn't does. say
0: I wouldn't say that he's a superior ball handler. He's a he's a fine ball handler for his size. I don't think he's the he's he is a good playmaker. I would say as far as skills are concerned, his playmaking ability is definitely a high level skill that he possesses rebounding takes skill but it's still very much a physicality game uh and yeah like his ability to get to the paint a lot of that has to do with his his size and speed which is all physical attributes fine i i think that from a pure like like fine motor skills standpoint sure james Harden high, highly skilled at what he does a uh, high level shooter high level passer high level dribbler lots of skill involved with that but to your point what what he does, and a lot of the reason that he gets the flack that he does, is he exploits the system as is. He just basically dribbles until he finds an opportunity for contact, goes to the basket, gets contact, goes to the line, knocks down free throws. It's incredibly fucking boring. Um,
1: it's so boring. And, like, the sad thing, too, is that, like, the Rockets did this, like, they're doing this, like, small ball thing, and it's like there's, like, an, a lot of opportunity for fun basketball there, but, like, we don't get it because, like, we have James Harden. And, again, I want to be very clear. I'm not knocking James Harden. James Harden is yeah. a very, very, very talented totally. basketball player. He is totally. one of the best players in the NBA currently. Um, what 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 kills me though is that like, I don't think. Well, this is sort of this is sort of off topic, so maybe I'll, I'll save this. But no, you know, I'm like if you look at today's game, like J- James Harden, the player could not exist in 1998 because like the James Harden's game is successful as it is is because of the pace of play sure. in today's game. Sure. You look at like all the triple doubles like triple double to me it's great. It's an accomplishment, but it's not what it used to be because like the pace gives you so many more opportunities for so many more of those plays. Like the right. pace is outlandish. And this is not to say that basketball in 1997 was better than it is in yeah. 2020. I'm just saying there's a lot of differences in the game that like makes, you know, we, everybody always tries to have the era comparison and it's yeah. fucking impossible. You cannot right. have the era comparison. Larry Bird, damn near averaged a triple double at a time when like right. the pace was slower. Right. Uh, like it, it just, <clears throat> it's this whole thing, but either way, um, Dude, I mean, like, I don't know that one of those guys is necessarily better than the other. I take Giannis. If you give me a pick of the two, I'm taking Giannis every time. And I'm not talking that because he's younger and, like, there's more longevity. I'm just talking in their current abilities as basketball players right now, would I build my team around Giannis? Would I build my team around James Harden? And I am taking Giannis every time.
0: Um, Yeah, I tend to agree with that take. I think neither one of them has, like, a lot of playoff success. Arguably, Giannis has more than... James Harden, but just barely, like, like it's pretty neck and neck. But I mean, they've both been in the conference finals, one a piece. Um, the th- here's the thing, too. This is what what I,
1: I think, and and you know, like obviously, Coach Bud in Milwaukee is really great coach, sure. But having said that. uh James Harden kind of reminds me of Carmelo in the way that James Harden is going to play how James Harden plays no matter what system he's in just like Carmelo kind of always did like James Harden is going to play James Harden basketball I think you could put Giannis in pretty much any system and like he will adapt and find ways to be successful in whatever system he's in now he is fortunate that he's in Milwaukee where Coach Bud preaches the like you know kick out threes ball movement that sort of thing, um, it's very Spurs esque of right. like the early uh, and like late two thousands. Um, but I I think from an overall basketball standpoint, I think Giannis is better. I'd rather have Giannis. Again, yeah. not a knock on James Harden. Giannis is like a transcendent talent, though.
0: I agree. I, I think that like we've seen a lot of we've seen a lot of James Harden types. Clyde Drexler, sure. Like T Mac. Like there's been a lot of like. James Harden types, like, just automatic scores, Giannis is, like, a a once-in-a-lifetime type of player. He's a transcendent Um, talent.
1: That is, if you told me I had to build the ideal basketball player, Giannis is, like, the prototype. Like, Giannis and, like, LeBron. I mean, LeBron, obviously. That's a fucking given.
0: Absolutely. Um, Now, I will say this. Nikki did want me to mention this. The two games following the comments by Giannis, uh, these are the stat lines that Mr. Giannis put up. Uh, or part of me the comments by James Harden. Uh 32 13 and 6 in a win over OKC, 41 20 and 6 in a win against Charlotte. 41 20 and 6. He's been on a tear. The only bad game he's had in his last 6 was a couple days ago against Miami. They threw a lot of different You looks
1: said at Giannis, him. right? I, did you say Harden? These, these were Giannis. These were Giannis's numbers. Giannis's numbers.
0: Were that's, numbers. that's okay. I yes. sorry. I thought I thought I misheard you. Okay. No, yes. Yeah, these were Giannis's numbers. Um yeah, and continues to be hot. I think the most consecutive games that Milwaukee has lost uh, in a 20-game stretch has basically been this. Uh, Three games, two games, three games throughout the entirety of the season. That team has been – I heard a stat today that their top six rotation players right now are all in the top – I think it's top 15 in, like, overall defensive rating in the NBA today. Like, the top six guys just in terms of, like, minutes per game on their team are all – like – Oh, this will be fun. I wonder if you can guess everybody. Who of their like top six minute getters are in that high defensive rating? There's gonna be some obvious ones, but Bledsoe. Yep. Chris Middleton. Yep. Giannis. Yep.
1: Robin Lopez. No.
0: Brooke Lopez. Correct. Okay.
1: I was gonna go Brooke originally, but then I was like, I was like, because you you threw me off with that like maybe you won't guess. So I was like, I'm gonna throw Robin Lopez there's, out there to see. There's
0: two in there that are gonna be difficult to get. One in and, particular that's gonna
1: uh, be tough. What's the white dude? Pat Conanton? Nope.
0: Can't be DiVincenzo. It is. Oh man. Oh yeah. I like Oh yeah. DiVincenzo is like is a much better NBA player than I thought he was going to be. I always thought he'd be fine. I thought so too, but like he's getting like serious minutes. He's been starting for them and he is a he is a problem on on the defensive side, um, and can also put like put some numbers up on the offensive game. Like he's that dude's real Gosh, man. I don't know who the last one would be. I
1: really thought Pat Connaughton just because like he's a guy that kind of flies under the radar and like you know sort of a guy that gives you everything when
0: he's on the floor. But. I agree. I think he is he is uh, He is good at he is good at what he, he's good at. He can stretch the floor. He is very athletic. I don't know who? George Hill.
1: Oh I never would have got I, I, I thought George Hill but I was like George Hill's corpse isn't fucking leading the league and fucking. That, That's that, insane.
0: Their rotation is like stupid like those are the top they, six They guys. have
1: they have resurrected George Hill.
0: Oh yeah, in oh, Milwaukee. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, and I you know I want to say something. You can check the tapes. I said. I don't know that that's true. I yeah. said when they got him that it was a good pickup for them, oh. and I was derided. You derode me. That you might be right. In a I normal I was, way on a podcast, not sexually.
0: I was severely yeah never. Um, he's all yours, Lauren. Uh, I was not a big fan of their off season or their deadline moves at all. And I was wrong. I was wrong. The team is really good. They're deep. It does help when you have a transcendent star. Yeah. But even then, like to have now a lot of the defensive success that comes from their perimeter players comes from Brooke and Giannis. Sure. Sure. But like that entire team is bought into the defensive scheme and like they're they're built around Giannis. Sure. But like the performances that they're getting out of guys like DiVincenzo, out of guys like George Hill, out of Robin Lopez. like It's good coaching. Con- I mean, like, that whole team is like – People I mean-
1: are so quick to dismiss what good coaching does in the NBA. Yeah. People – like, like I have heard multiple people say that being a head coach in the NBA takes the least amount of skill out of being a head coach in, in anything.
0: Yeah, I disagree with that.
1: Like, I don't know if you can sit there and say that definitively – I think football is probably the most difficult head coaching profession. I agree because you have to. There's so many schemes and things. Like it's crazy. Like um, I think that's the most difficult. But but to suggest that it's more difficult to be a MLB manager versus an NBA head coach and, like, vice versa or, like, an NHL. like cause, I mean, like, people don't think about, like, the NHL. you got to manage lines. Like, who's out there when? Who's with who? Like, what do they do? You know, like, Major League Baseball, like, people are like, ah, oh, you just send the roster out there. Like, there's so much, like, there's yeah, so much there's nuance to the, to the game. And, yeah. like, people that watch this shit on TV are like, I can do that. I can I could coach an NBA team. You just let the big athletic guys go out there and score points and play defense. Like, no, there's there's schemes. There's rotation. There's, I mean, there's to some degree there's, there's that, some but, of that. but at the same time, like you can have the most athletic, talented dudes in the world, and if you don't sure. figure out how to like do the right things, and you don't get them to buy into what you're trying to do, yes. like you'll fail. Yeah. And like there and are been, defensive schemes that work yeah. better than others. Like Tom Thibodeau's defensive scheme does not fucking work
0: anymore. No, it also doesn't work when the team in Minnesota does not buy into it. Um, Fuck the Timberwolves. But in any case, here's the bigger question. There's been a a, a recent, increasingly more heated debate on. Is Giannis the MVP this year? Has that already been wrapped up? Or is there a case to be made for a guy like LeBron, for example?
1: Okay. I'm on record saying this, and I will go to my grave probably saying this. During LeBron James's tenure in the NBA, since about 2006 and onward, he could be the MVP every single year. Totally. Maybe last year is the exception because he was hurt for yeah. a large chunk. Hurt. And was he really that? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Was he really that hurt? Yeah. Um, but the, I mean, the fact of the matter is that, yes, like LeBron, I think there's there's a chance. And if they, the Lakers get the one seed and he resurrects LA basketball, I kind of think you got to give it to him. Giannis is my pick. Sure. But at the same time, like, uh, like, and like, you know, like, like what LeBron's doing in, uh, in LA, I almost said Kobe. That makes me sad. Uh, what LeBron's doing in in LA um, is is super impressive. And granted, he's playing with Anthony Davis, that which certainly helps. Yes, but uh, I mean, mean, and a bunch of other like randos. But sure. Um, but I mean, Giannis is the MVP. But is there an outside chance that LeBron could take it? Yes, there's an outside chance that LeBron could take the MVP every fucking year. Sure.
0: Yeah, I I, I tend to agree with that too. I think the numbers that he's putting up this year have been ridiculous. He's definitely been the the driving force for that Lakers team and them being number one in the West. Um Giannis is on the best team in the league. His stats are ridiculous. He's incredibly efficient on both ends of the floor, and it's not even close. Like, he's been dominant from day one and just continues to do it. We've talked it's about it insane. multiple times on this
1: podcast. Like, Giannis is putting up numbers that are only comparable to prime Shaq. Right, right.
0: And and, and actually shooting three-pointers. And at, like, similar, at, like a, at like a 30% clip? And still maintaining his field goal percentage. Similar to Shaq numbers. Like, it's insane. The numbers he's putting up are stupid. Do you know
1: that Shaq made or attempted, I can't remember if it was made or attempted, only one three-pointer in his entire career. <laughs> <laughs> like, and obviously, like, yeah, we know Shaq is not a shooter, but, like, you, you have to imagine that there were a couple times where he thought, oh, I'll pull yeah, the trigger, like, you oh, know? Yeah, like, End
0: of the quarter, let's just pull up. And he uh, just, like,
1: it's like, yeah.
0: Um, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna Google. I guarantee that there's a YouTube video of Shaq shooting a free a free three pointer. Like, there is you it can there to. there is I believe I have seen that. Hold on, now I gotta see it. There's no way that it doesn't exist because it's so rare. It's like that manu that manu bowl clip still just like circulates, um, three pointer. Ah, here we go. Let's see. Shaq
1: Shaq attempted 22 three pointers in his career and he made <laughs> one, which was good for a 0. 0.045 percentage from Get three.
0: Em. Get them. Get uh, it's unfortunate. A lot of these videos are actually just video games. But I do. Oh, Mix Jesus. it up a little. <laughs> I can't, can't do a Domino's commercial because they don't sponsor the podcast. Um, I do, well, then why do you name him by name? No, it's too late now. Um, I, I do remember that there was a video of him circulating on the uh, TNT uh, broadcast where he was just like knocking down threes. Like, I mean, here's the thing. Zach Lowe has mentioned this on his podcast before. He's like, "There are guys that you would never think can shoot, but you, then you forget like, oh, these are NBA players. They're the most amazing basketball players in the world. Sure, they can't shoot it. Shaq, Shaq could probably make ten threes in a row. Oh, for sure. Oh, I mean, he did. Like, I think he hit like seven out of ten on the uh, on the TNT lot. Was just like,
1: just yeah, this is the vi- I've seen it. this.
0: Just launching it."
1: This is really good radio for you guys at home. You, uh... Yeah, uh,
0: listening to us, watching YouTube videos. Uh, in any case, uh, <laughs> so that's what I wanted to say on Giannis. Um, speaking of LeBron and the Lakers, we had our first two Zion versus LeBron games this year. It finally happened. LeBron finally met Zion. He had never met him before. They had never spoken before until this past week. That blows my mind. Because LeBron Does is it? LeBron, they, they've never
1: spoken, ever. Because LeBron has always been, for a long time, has always been a like, a, like a take. I mean, I remember when he showed up to Steph Curry's games at like Davidson. Sure. Like I mean, that was fucking thirteen years ago.
0: Yeah, and his son was his oldest son was like four. He's a different man now.
1: No, but my, my point, like he's always been good for younger players, and I yeah. I was a little bit shocked to know that like he like he's always like I mean look at how much he gasses up Tatum, clutch boards, oh you know, I guess that's true. But even still, like I I feel like he has always been pretty involved with the younger players, and yeah. growing the game. Um, so I was I was but,
0: shocked to hear that too. He was literally like, I've never met the kid. Like I was sh- I was shocked just with all the comparisons and like. You know, to your point, he's always been he's always been kind of an ambas- ambassador for the young guys. Zion is
1: not even like you can't even compare. Zion is like Le- if Larry
0: Johnson and like Charles. Charles Barkley had a baby. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy watching him. So he has he is the youngest person to ever score twenty points, um, eleven in 11, games. in eleven consecutive games, uh, longest streak ever by a teenager in NBA history. Um and he he put up a really good performance in that second Lakers game I think it was like thirty six and eleven at the end of the game still lost like they had some good games against the Lakers lost both of them but he looked he looked rough in the first one like he was he put up points but like he definitely was troubled by Anthony Davis and JaVale McGee like the length definitely uh slowed him down a bit but the second game he definitely figured it out and put up some some crazy you also gotta
1: you also gotta consider the fact that like that's his first time playing like. Totally. a
0: guy like that, you know, and a guy that is like the quality of Anthony Davis. Like, there's very few people in the NBA that are at the high at that high of a quality on the defense. There are line. very few people in the history, totally, of
1: the NBA. Totally, that, you know, the
0: the length the length there is insane. Here's the question though. So, another debate that's been happening a lot lately is, has Zion played, or if he finishes the season, has he played enough games to warrant him winning Rookie of the Year this year?
1: How many games would it have been? Would he have ended up playing total?
0: So, let's do. We not know. I think there's like 20 games left in the season, and I think I think he'll end up playing like 50 games if he finishes. I think there's a
1: chance, and I, I think let me say this: I don't think, given any other NBA player, that there's really that much of an opportunity when you miss 32 games to win Rookie of the Year. But there's so much hype and so much fanfare over him, and that he like has like not only lived up to the hype, but in all honesty, exceeded. The hype, you know, I think people thought, like, oh, this guy's going to be real good, but there's going to be some kinks he's going to have to work out. It doesn't yeah. look like there's a whole lot of kinks. No. He could be a better defender, but that takes totally. time. Like, defending in the NBA at the NBA level, understanding defensive rotations, that sort of thing, that takes a lot of time. He. Is really fucking good. Like it, Zion is exactly what we what was advertised. Zion is a is a Sean Kemp and Larry Johnson and Charles Barkley sort of like yeah, it's, love child it's thing. Crazy. Like it's incredible. And I was so,
0: I was one of the people who's just like, I let's see what happens when he loses some weight. I don't think he needs to lose any weight. I think he needs to keep the I weight think he on. Needs, I think he needs I think it's a, actually an advantage. He
1: needs to drop about 10 or 15, I think. I the big the I think there's a big there's a lot to be said about durability when you're carrying that much sure. weight around. So that like that's the big thing. I don't think that it impacts his performance. I just think that there's like there's a few pounds that probably need to go. Um but if not whatever, you know. Um He's and so fucking big. I also um I heard recently he's walking around like 300 pounds. Yeah. Like that's, that's... I I don't think Here, you know what's funny? Do you ever watch Zion Williams high like high school oh, tape? Oh yeah. I honestly wondered how good Zion Williamson would be when he went to college I because think he's, all did. he's playing against guys that look like me in high school.
0: Yeah, smaller like Little white he, kids he, from South Carolina. He's
1: he literally like is playing against kids that, that look like me. And I'm like, Oh, cool, man. Like, yeah, of course, you fucking athletic freak. Like you could destroy me in a game of basketball.
0: Like you know and then he went to college and he fucking you know Shut just, me up right away. Yeah, shut real me up. Real fast right away. And
1: then uh he went to the NBA and I don't know, look at him.
0: Yeah, it turns out he's amazing. Yeah. I, I I tend to agree with you. So as it currently stands, looking at the standings, now they are on a two game losing streak, but Can they were just out of eighth place. One thing
1: before we before we get to that. I am actually very happy that, like, the most recent kind of crop of, like, star players are not these guys that just... They're, they're not, like, the Steph Currys and the James Hardens who, like, hang out at the perimeter and shoot threes. And, like, don't get me wrong, like, Steph Curry's a great player. I like watching Steph Curry play. But, like, John ja Morant, you know, likes to get in the paint, likes to try to dunk over you if he has any opportunity. Oh, Zion Williams is just an absolute bully. Uh, and freaking Giannis, you know? Yeah. Giannis is, like, he's, they're not these, like, finesse players. It's, like, it's like sort of a... It's almost like a grittier kind of NBA. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Like, oh, I you know, love it.
0: They're they're physical as shit. Nikki and I were talking about this over the phone the other day. Like, John ja Morant is everything that Russell Westbrook is, and all the things that we keep asking from Russell Westbrook. Like, high percentage three point shooter, and is a phenomenal playmaker, and does not force passes.
1: John ja Morant. Not with n- nearly the defensive prowess, but John Morant kind of reminds me of the next level of, like, a Gary Payton.
0: Mm, interesting. Yeah. Gary wasn't a great shooter. No, nobody was back then.
1: But, the, you know, the, but, but, like, he, he sort of reminds me, and, he, like, he has the, the abilities and the tools to become, like, a, an elite, elite yeah. defender. Gary Payton, obviously, the, the, arguably the second greatest perimeter defender, uh, point guard perimeter defender of all time. Behind John Stockton. John Stockton is the best point guard defensive point guard of all time.
0: I don't know. Gary Payton won Defensive Player of the Year is the last guard to do it. Go ahead, look it up. Just gonna pull up some stats. Go ahead. I'm not I'm not this, I know he I know he won Defensive Player of the Year, but last last guard to do it. No guard has won Defensive Player of the Year since Gary Payton. Everybody else has been a perimeter player. Or a center. Center's always easy. I mean, Stockton was a five-time all-defensive, two-time two-time Steel champion. Steals are one of those things where, like, Steals are not, in my opinion, they're not necessarily indicative of a good defensive player. It's all about timing and taking risks. doesn't make you a good defensive player. Gary Payton, nine-time all-time. All right, fine. Yeah. I'll give you, yep. Gary best, Payton, best fine. Ever. Gary Payton, we'll go one, one, one two. One, Gary two. Payton, number one. Um... So I got to thinking about this. I still, I, th- I still think that Jaws gonna win Rookie of the Year. Just like it's a season long award, and he's been playing the whole season, and he's been phenomenal. And at this rate, both teams are like right on the edge of the A seed, which is awesome for the number one and two pick to have both of their teams going from the bottom of the NBA to nearly making the playoffs in their rookie season. Like that is phenomenal. It's huge. It's big for the game. Oh, it's great. Now here's the question I have for you. And I was thinking about this the other day. If you look at the history of the NBA draft, let's say in the 2000s and 2010s sure is this the greatest number 1 and no, do they have the potential to be the greatest number 1 and number 2 back-to-back picks in that in the last two decades oh man i'm willing to even extend that shit out to the 80s one and two specifically like that yeah, yeah, to yeah back. yeah 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 no 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 i, I understand i probably I mean, I was thinking about it over the last couple of years. Like, I was pulling up some drafts, so let's just pull up some drafts here. Um, I couldn't think of a number one and two, like, back-to-back picks who were better. Like, nobody came to mind. Because um, there's always that weird shit. Like, Jason Tatum got drafted third. Um, yeah, no, right. You know, like, Markel Fultz went one in that draft. Like, you know, you had, like, Kyrie and fucking Derek Williams, like... There's all these guys who are stars now. Oh, fucking d- Derek Williams! <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> Jesus. dude. I know. Um, well,
1: I mean, let's not forget Tim Duncan and Keith Van Horn.
0: My point exactly. Keith Van Horn had a great NBA career. He great, was a good NBA player. Great NBA career, sure. Not uh, Michael Michael Candy and Mike Bibby. Jesus oof, Christ! Rough. So rough. So rough. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I mean, you got Aiton. Let's see, Aiton and Bagley. Not great. Luke, fucking Luca went. That's. It's still bonkers to me that he went to third in that draft. Unbelievable.
1: Uh, I mean, not nearly as good, but an actual pretty good one is Elton Brand and Steve Francis. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty good
0: one. Yeah, Markel and Lonzo, that's not good. That didn't age well. Uh, uh, let's see here. Ben Simmons, the the worst. I mean, we, we are all
1: in agreement that the 2000 NBA draft is the worst NBA draft of all time.
0: I think it's definitely up there. Close. Closely
1: followed by 2013. Yeah, that one but, was rough. But, man. I mean, number one and number two in 2000 was Kenyon Martin and Stromile Swift. That's my boy. Stromile Swift, LSU. Love I loved that guy. Love Dude, I used to dominate people with him in NBA Street Volume 2. <laughs> I, I I always, always really liked... I, you uh, know
0: what? 2016's not bad. Ben Simmons and, and Brandon Ingram. Nah, better. Better than
1: both. I think I agree with you. But it's not bad. 2001. Talk about your all-time misses on your top two. This draft is really freaking bad, too. Holy shit. But the number one and number two draft picks in 2001 were Kwame Brown at number one and Tyson, Tyson Chandler, Chandler at number
0: two. Yeah, I remember because we traded fucking Elton Brand for Tyson Chandler. So stupid. A year after we drafted Elton Brand. A good one. A
1: good what if is 2002 with uh, Yao Ming. And uh, Jay, Williams. Jay Williams, yeah, yeah Jay, Jay,
0: Jay Williams. Uh, yeah. I don't think had the mental makeup to play in the NBA. But I disagree. I mean, I mean, granted, he also had the mental Fucking, the I stupid. You makeup know what? To do I, what he I did.
1: always, I know this. I know this thing. I know that. To answer your question, the answer is yes. But Oof, I, thrift. I know this thing. But every time I see it in front of my eyes, it, it just blindsides me every time. And that is that Darko Malikicic went number two after LeBron, ahead of Carmelo, Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, fucking Chris Kamen. I know. I know. Chris Kamen was a better player than Darko.
0: Yeah, fuck Anthony Davis, Michael Kidd-Gilchrist, Jesus. Yeah, that's true. Chris Kamen, Thomas fuck. Thomas Robinson <laughs> was a
1: number two pick at one point in,
0: a, in an NBA draft. Five, same year.
1: He was number five that year?
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. For some reason I thought he went number two. Oh God, these are some of these are tough to watch. Like, to, just like, just to like, like play like, like mar- running, Marvin running. Marvin Marvin Williams going number two over Darren Williams and Chris Paul. Oh, I know that that's still bonkers to me that Chris Paul went fourth in that draft. That's insane. It's wild. I mean, my my favorite one might <sighs> be Andre Bargnani and LaMarcus Kaziolder, John, John Wall, Evan Turner.
1: Man, Evan Turner, you're twin. I know. I really wanted to.
0: I wanted. The you best should, You him. should
1: try to get in touch with him and see if you guys can make uh, <laughs> remake the hit film uh, Twins. Yeah, the one starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Sign me up. You can Ooh, play Danny
0: DeVito. Ooh, This one's rough
1: too. Blake Griffin and Hashim the Beat. Ooh, Hashim, I always thought Hashim, the, Beat? the Beat went three, but yeah, like the the NBA went through this this weird time period oh. in the late two thousands.
0: This one's tough to look at.
1: Where it was like if you are tall and and like if you're tall. Your top five draft pick, uh-huh.
0: like Hashim beat wasn't even good at UConn. No, he was just okay. Um, God, fucking. Oh, this is tough to look at. James Harden goes third. Tyreek Evans goes fourth. Then Ricky Rubio and Johnny Flynn black back to back for to the, the Timberwolves. Yeah, and then Steph Curry.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh God. Dude, Johnny Flynn though, like before I feel he bad before, for him. he bef- had some health issues before. Yeah, before all of that, like there was a a real opportunity. I think one that if if there was one. That you told me, if you said, "Hey, I need you to just look at these two guys' college, like their their college uh, careers, and tell me, like um, between Ja Morant and Zion Williamson, you say just look at their college careers, and then you look at these other two guys and tell me who you think will who you think ended up having the better NBA careers." I'm telling you, ten times out of ten, that I I expect
0: Derrick Rose and Michael Beasley. Um, I was literally just looking at the drive right now. <laughs> that's one. That that's one. It's another one though, man. Like it's just like as I I keep going through all these drafts and like, granted it's their rookie season, but it's, they're both incredibly talented. They both appear to have very promising careers. Sure. Have that X factor are both leading their teams, like legitimately leading, like Brandon Ingram was an all-star this year, but like, as soon as Zion came in, like the entire dynamic of that team changed. Like he is clearly the leader and best player on that team. Um, John yeah, Morant has given the Memphis Grizzlies an identity, which is awesome. It's funny that
1: well, it's it's actually okay. Two things. Number one, it's funny that. Um, you know, as great as everybody believes Brandon Ingram to be, uh, that you know, despite how great Brandon Ingram must be, their team wasn't doing shit. But then they get Zion Williamson back, and he takes over as this de facto leader. And holy shit, they're winning a lot of fucking games. Mm. Uh, number two, uh, John Morant. It, it's actually I really love that they got John Morant because, like, you know, you had like the grit and grind Grizzlies, and it was like, oh, it's sad the era's over. And like, it's kind of not anymore. No, not at all. Like, it, it, like picking him sort of like reinvigorated <laughs> this whole like gritty chippy kind of, you know, like tough. I mean, honestly it's, tough it's, franchise. It's
0: a very different style of basketball than the Gr- Grab, Oh, 100%, but, but the, the, modern, the the identity yeah, is the same. It's great. It's great. Like and Memphis is going to love that kid. And he's a southern kid, like he's from South Carolina, like I don't think he'll leave. Uh, I think he'll be happy there. I really hope so, man. Him and Jaron Jackson together. They've got some they've got some really good pieces there. I really do hope that they make the playoffs. Um here's the the last question I have on this. If you were starting a franchise today, because this gentleman has also been just balling out of control lately, Mr. Jason Tatum. If you had to choose between the three of them to start a franchise today, who would you pick? Tatum, Zion, Ja. That's that's a very – that's actually a really tough question.
1: Jason Tatum has been bawling I I, I think that I'd probably take Jason Tatum because do you know how difficult it is to find a guy like that who is just such a pure scorer, all great all-around player – it's it's a tough question. I think, in all honesty, I'm not John Morant is not I'm not it's 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 Tatum or, or Zion. I agree. I agree. Um, and that's I, this is not any disrespect to John Morant, but like you can find a serviceable good point guard Absolutely. to run your like your I mean look at look at uh, fucking uh, Milwaukee. Sure. You got a, you got Giannis and you got Eric Bledsoe, who is a great player. Sure. But like I mean he's not a he's not a top five NBA point guard. No. You know. Definitely. So I, I think Zion. I just think that Jason Tatum's game translates so
0: much more to overall team success than what either of the other two guys do. I agree. Um, And, like, the way he's been playing late, like, he's just putting it all together. Like, shooting really well. I think over a four-game stretch, he averaged, like, 36 points a game. Yeah. Like, just is demolishing. um, And, like, looks like – he looks like a future MVP candidate. Like, if he can keep up that level of production – I mean, not 36 points, but, like, if he can be a high 20-point scorer, I I mean – that Boston team is looking more and more fun. I have concerns about Kemba Walker's injury after the All Star game because he basically played that entire fourth quarter and now has not played since. Um I He think just he played the other night. Yeah, he just came back, but like he missed every game since the All Star break. Um We did to be fair, we did make these show notes before he came back. So. This is true. This is true. Um but in any case, I agree with you. I think if I'm starting a franchise today, I still go with Jason Tatum just because his his game ages better. I think his game uh, it flows better just in the offensive scheme whereas Zion is like Zion's just a guy where you just kind of like like he you can't like here's
1: the thing this is kind of the way I look at it like I can I can give the ball to Jason Tatum and say go get me a bucket right and he like Zion i I don't and he I'm sure he probably will at some point in his career but right now I don't i I don't and and we're keep in mind we're also comparing two rookies against a third year player right you know that's something we should keep in mind totally but at the same time like you know, I could throw I could pass the ball to Jason Tatum on the perimeter and be like, "Yo, I need a bucket." And like, I, he'll find a way to get me a bucket yep. because he can beat you in so many different ways that those other guys don't have yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Zion's very physical, and that's just kind of the nature of his game right now. Like, can he shoot? Yeah, he's not a great shooter, but like he can he can get you a basket because he's so physical whereas to your point, Jason Tatum can just do it from so many different Smooth. perspectives. Yeah, it's just it's it's so clean. Um, let's talk about Spike Lee a little bit. He uh God, I just I could not care less <laughs>
1: about this. I truly the New York Knicks, I could not care less That's about. Fair. Well,
0: neither can Spike Lee, apparently, because he has come out and saying that he is not going to watch another New York Knicks game. Apparently there was a bit of a kerfuffle at uh, at the Garden uh, this week. He said on first take yesterday morning that basically for the last 30 years he has taken the employee entrance to get into the games. It's the way he's always gotten in. He's Spike Lee. Uh, recently they decided that he wasn't going to be allowed to come through there anymore he caused a bit of a scene and has decided that he will no longer be going to the next games for the rest of the season. Franklin Spike, you're not missing much, but I didn't really want to talk about that per se. What I wanted to talk about was who are your top 5 celebrity NBA fans? Well, Jack Nicholson. Sure. I mean, you like Jack Jack is just iconic. I agree. Um
1: Number one, Tiger Woods fan of Orlando Magic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you could have that one. He
1: shows up to the game sometimes. Ugh, I don't no. want it. Why?
0: You it. Know, do you not like Tiger? I'm fine with Tiger. I'm fine. I don't have any very. I don't. No, have, he's not. Really, I mean, not I'm a not matter. a golf guy. I don't have strong opinions. Uh, on him whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not a golf guy.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, no offense to to your your people, but it's it's a white person. <laughs> <game>. <laughs> That's a joke. I just want to be very clear. That's that's a joke that is a, a joke that I can make to Jay because we have that true? kind of this
0: relationship. He is this true. He's not wrong. Um yeah, Sergio Garcia won a Masters. Sure. You know? I mean on. Also, not Puerto Rican, <laughs> but yeah, close enough, I guess. Uh...
1: um no, really. No, really though, at this uh, at the risk of completely derailing this. I, who like I mean I, who like I, I don't even know who I like affiliate with like teams like Jack Nicholson is the only one that yeah like Mark Cuban is like the number one celebrity fan of the Dallas Mavericks and he owns a fucking that's team That's
0: true um let's see uh you've got Drake Drake um, is a fan of everybody. I don't know. He loves the Raptors. Does he? Um, he loves does the, he Raptors. Love the Raptors, or does he love the Raptors because they're real good right now? You have Guy Fieri, big a big, uh, big uh, Golden State fan, huge Golden State fan, a lot of Golden State fans. Can I say
1: something? If you don't like Guy Fieri, like you're just kind of a nit. I, I,
0: I agree. I don't know why he gets so much hate. Because I mean, because
1: he's he's just you know he's he's uh he's every everybody's uh 52 year old neighbor. Who's yeah. like, yeah, bro, that's <laughs> sick. You know, drinks too much Bush Light, wears jean shorts, etc. Hey, you know, yeah. that's uh, yeah. that, that that's the guy guy. Few, people people don't like him because they look at him and they're like, this fucking guy is famous and worth <laughs> millions of dollars. He's a
0: fascinating dude, man. He,
1: uh, but he's great. I, 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 a lot of, love, guy. a big, lot of love for him. I might reach out to him on Twitter tonight and see if we can get him dude. on the podcast. Why not? I'd love
0: to just talk to big, him. Big Warriors fan, big Raiders fan. Uh, guy Raiders. for Raiders. Loves him. Um, Loves him. Uh, let's see who else. Denzel Washington. Uh, I have quite Liam. literally never seen Denzel Washington in an NBA game. He sits courtside at nearly every Lakers game. Interesting. I did not know that. Snoop Dogg, big Lakers guy. Sure. Yeah, but like L.A. though. A lot of Lakers you know, of Lakers. Lakers, Lakers I'm trying stuff. to think of like non. How about John Stewart? Uh, as a Knicks guy. Knicks guy. Yeah, that's fine. It's your top five. I like mine. John. I mean, I, I don't, don't know if I have a top I, 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 like, I just Stewart. like John Stewart. Chris Rock, big Knicks guy. You I'm know? Trying to I'm trying to think of like
1: like just who else is like Vince Vaughn loves the Bulls. Vince Vaughn does love the Bulls. There's a guy that I saw who was like a, a minor celebrity, one like not minor, but like a B level sort of actor. You know, not like a, not, not, never like the leading guy and stuff. I can't remember who it was, but I saw him at a Clippers game one time and like the crowd was going oh, wild. Billy this,
0: Crystal? Clippers fan? Sure. Billy Crystal. Will Ferrell? Just, M-
1: major Clippers fan? Not talking about Billy Crystal. <laughs> I'm not talking about Will Ferrell. I can't even remember who this guy is. He's a, a comedian. He's got like, in, he's a, a comedic actor. He's got kind of a, a face. I can't really describe it. You're doing a good job. Um, I, I saw him at a Clippers game once uh, back in uh, 2010, 11, I want to mm-hmm. say. Uh, I was present and they showed him on the Jumbotron and uh, people were going nuts. And I was like, this guy's like famous, but like, is this, this is sad that this is like what the Clippers are like reaching for. You is know? it
0: Paul Shear? Paul Shear's a big guy. It's uh, not, it's
1: not Paul Shear, okay. but it's a guy kind of similar to like Paul Shear. Interesting. Um, Interesting. God, I can't even think of stuff that he's been in, but like, if you saw his face, you'd be like, oh, I know that guy. Not sure what I know him from, but he's famous. I know him. Craig Kilborn, big uh, Minnesota
0: Timberwolves fan. Um, Craig Gilborn
1: is that the Daily Show guy <laughs> before Jon Stewart <laughs>
0: yeah one and the same Uh let's see the Celtics have a lot of people the Wahlbergs uh... Dude, Mark Wahlberg
1: is <laughs> such a dirt pig I, I like talk about a guy mm. oh come on how are we not talking about Jay-Z
0: oh yeah I guess that's fair how are we not talking about Kevin Hart the Sixers yeah that's fair that's fair I guess I don't really associate him with them. I don't think about him when is I is
1: Lil Wayne sensors. a Pelicans? Fan? I'm just like scrolling through the the list. Like think, My, Michael Jordan is on the list of top NBA
0: celebrity weird. NBA fans. Um, I think Lil Wayne is not much of a basketball fan. No, I wouldn't say. How about um, how about uh, how about uh, Bill Hader the Knicks? Yeah, Leo, big uh, big Lakers fan, always there. Oh, did I Leo you, also big fan of cargo shorts. So I mean, that's you know. true. Did I did I tell you I fucking ran into Toby Maguire when I was in LA? It was so random. Nikki and I were going out to dinner. We were just like walking around while we're waiting for them to call our reservation. We're just like, "That's fucking Spider Man." Did you? Did fuck. you say hello to him? No, no, no. no Why? No, no. I don't know. I just like we was just like ah, that's us I did see Neil Brennan though, and I did say hello to him. I Who? Was Neil Brennan, stand-up comedian and creator of the Chappelle Show with Dave Chappelle. Oh sure, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. He, uh, yeah, I was just, the I was,
1: the the white half of that. Duo. Correct. Yeah. yes. I was very. He drunk. He, did, he ripped Chappelle in a stand-up special like several years ago. Yeah. Like it's seven funny. seven years ago or so. Yeah, it's funny.
0: They're still on good terms. Like they always have been.
1: No, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I I understand. He just did a very good comedic bit about about Dave Chappelle. Um, um D- case, Dave Chappelle, big Warriors fan.
0: I don't think that's true. It is
1: true. He's from New York.
0: He's a boor- I guarantee you. I don't think that's true at all. He's he was born in fucking Brownsville. I'm I'm googling this right now. Do it. I can't think of anybody else. Like the the Celtics have some fans. It literally says our friend Dave. Oh God, that I hate that. I, I hate told that. you, man. He's he's always courtside at, at, at Oracle. Hassan Minaj, big Kings fan, huge I do like King Hassan fan. Love I like Hassan Minaj. Love that dude. Um, anywho, Spike, get over it, bro. Um, last thing I want to talk about, Spike, today. Spike. Do the right thing. Damn. Ah, oh, damn. Oh, damn it. Do why? Am I even Last topic of the night. Did
1: you see that uh, the New York Post and like something else, some other news, they, they posted they, their headlines were, do the fight thing? <laughs>
0: oh no, that's terrible. I hate newspapers. Well, uh, New York Post is a fucking joke. I
1: They're the ones that always write the like skeezy headlines mm-hmm. and stuff, yeah. yeah which familiar. is why they wrote, do the fight thing. Let's... Do the right thing, speaking of. Spike Lee's best movie?
0: Um, man, it's, yeah, probably. I'll Boys the in the, the Hood? Thing. Uh, that wasn't. Was that Spike Lee? I don't think that's Spike Lee. He did do Black Klansman. That movie was really. That good. That
1: movie is phenomenal. Really good.
0: Uh, I, and the thing is, I, I, I don't, re- I don't he really. Got, he got game.
1: Um. Oh no! Boys in the hood is uh, John Singleton? Correct.
0: Yeah. What am I Spike. thinking of? I gotta. I, I gotta figure out what I'm thinking of. But yeah, I don't know. Black Klansman was really good. He almost won an Oscar for that. He um, should have won an Oscar for that. To to be fair. Let's see. Yeah, he got game. Do the right thing. Uh the Michael Jordan commercials Uh Malcolm X obviously oh that's right yeah that was him he was in it Inside Man that was actually a really good movie I
1: well, really, Inside Man
0: I really liked Inside Man Inside Man was good that was that Denzel movie
1: yeah with uh who's the British guy Clive Owen
0: yeah that guy just dis- fucking disappeared
1: I think that's a um, guy that like made a bunch of money and was like I don't really have any interest in being a celebrity so I'm, I'm out
0: Uh last, last topic of the night Last night, Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan. Oh God. Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan coached his first NBA game. Pop was out with uh, some family stuff, so Tim Duncan coached, and he won against the Charlotte Hornets. Hurrah for uh, not Tim super Duncan.
1: impressive, but congratulations
0: sure. to Tim Duncan. Here's my question: Did they do wrong by Becky Hammond? She's been on the bench now on that team, coaching on the coaching staff for six years. Tim Duncan's in his first ever coaching job, ever. Did they do wrong by Becky Hammond?
1: I'm going to abstain because I'll be controversial and I don't want to get in trouble. No, in my opinion. That's all I'm going to say. I don't like that
0: take, but I wish you had more to say.
1: I mean, I I do. Like, I mean, who's going to—Tim Duncan is the right guy to go to.
0: It's interesting.
1: Tim Duncan played for Pop. Yep. Pop's best-known player. He's a Hall of Famer. Sure. He knows the system inside and out. He knows exactly what Pop wants to do, and I'm not saying Becky Hammond doesn't. She does. But I'm saying, who are your players going to, like, respond to better in a moment where you need a different head coach? And I'm going to go ahead and say Tim Duncan, unquestionably Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan is also a former player. Becky Hammond, never, like, I mean, she didn't play in the NBA. It's, like, there's. it's not possible for her to do so. As far as I'm, as I'm aware, I don't believe women play in the NBA. Um, no. Dude, I, I just... Frankly, the world is not ready for a, a female head coach in professional male sports. Why? Donald Trump is president. I mean, like that. Like what? Like what other argument do you want me to make? Here? Sure. I'm not doubting Becky Hammond's abilities as a coach. The people, and I, I am, the people
0: I am, of the United States are not making the coaching decision for the San Antonio Spurs. Sure,
1: but, eh, no. I, I I stick by it. I think Tim Duncan was the right call. I would have done the same thing.
0: She's the longest tenure coach on that staff. Sure. As far as people that know the system, she's the longest tenured coach. But how do we staff. know
1: that Becky Hammond said, "I don't want to be the head coach"?
0: You're not wrong. You're not wrong, and I agree with and you. And Becky that. Hammond handled like post game stuff, totally fine. The other guy did pregame, fair. My my point is is if she didn't want, if she didn't want it, that's one thing. But she, her name was swirling for like some of the positions that were open over the last couple of years, including the Knicks job, which I would never wish. That here's, the Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing.
1: I don't, so, okay, so I was saying, like, I don't think that the world is, uh, like, is ready for that, and I, like, I'm, again, this is not me trying to, mo- like, knock Becky Hammond and, and what she does, because I, I'm, I'm sure, I'm not in the locker room, I, I'm not there, I'm sure she's a fine coach if she's been hired by Greg Popovich, like, I, I trust that, here is my big thing, I say no, because Greg Popovich knew, If if Greg Popovich felt that her being the head coach for that game gave them the best opportunity to win, I'm sure he would have said, Becky, you're the head coach. Greg Popovich thought Tim Duncan, as the head coach in this situation, gives us the best opportunity to win, and that's why he picked him. And that is why I don't feel like she got snubbed. Because I I feel like, do you think unconventional-ass Greg Popovich wouldn't have Made her be the head coach for oh, that for sure. game if he didn't think that it was the best. Sure. I think he's looking I mean, at how he do he we put win her, the game. The he put her also, on the staff. Also, here's another thought. Maybe it's the inverse of that. Maybe it's holy shit, we kind of need to tank now because like we're not going to make the playoffs, our best players out, and we're kind of screwed. <laughs> Maybe we just throw Timmy out there and see what he can do, and you know, hopefully we lose, but it's <laughs> what a respectable a, what game. A strategy.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you never know. What a strategy. I'm just saying, I trust Greg Popovich. I hear you. I just I thought it was worth mentioning. I saw a post on it. I was like, yeah, I forgot about Becky Hammond. Everybody's so excited for Tim Duncan. And meanwhile, you know, Becky's been – she's been putting in her hours, man. She put in her 10,000 hours already. Probably more. Sure. Probably a lot more. Yeah, I would say – how many hours are there in a year? Uh, I don't know. I think when I read the book, it said basically if you worked just There's 8,760
1: hours in a, in a calendar year. Becky Hammond has 100 – she's been with him for six seasons. She's put in well over 10,000 hours. Far more. Far more um i mean i I really like that's over the course of like three years of course because it's uh, statistically impossible for a human being to work every hour of the year that would require you to not sleep and be some sort of like robot person um which becky hammond might be we don't know we can't definitively say that she's not we don't have proof being a coach is is i'm just asking the questions people you know asking the questions
0: um all right anything else before we wrap up today
1: um, man I had something but I don't remember what it was so that means it's clearly inconsequential All right. uh, I, I I do want to no this is non-spawn I can't I can't throw I can't shout out we, we were going to talk about shake Milton earlier and we were going to talk about our favorite shakes and my favorite shake is a McDonald's shamrock shake Ugh. Uh, mixed with the chocolate but here's the thing they do that now there i had been doing that for years just rolling up to McDonald's and said make me a half shamrock half chocolate shake and they would do it and now they do I, I want royalty checks Cut the damn check. (coughs) Oh,
0: shit. Oh, yeah. Sneeze on Mike. That's right. Oh, that made me sick. Just thinking about that. Uh, Coronavirus.
1: Fuck. I got to get out of here. We're in a confined studio right now. (laughs) I'm not trying to get the coronavirus. Everybody, wash your fucking hands. Yes. If I have one thing to add, wash your fucking hands. And when the coronavirus thing is over and the scare is over, wash your fucking hands still. Don't wash your hands now because there's a global fucking pandemic. Wash your hands all the fucking time, you disgusting people. That Listen to our show and I like you.
0: (laughs) And with that, uh, let's plug and let's get out of here. Uh, You can follow
1: me uh, for the time being right now uh, on Twitter at Tad Hall underscore. I believe – I think I'm going to take a break again. Uh, I I need – like I I couldn't stay away from it. I came back. I've been on for a while. It's clearly not great for my mental health because I get too caught up in the vitriol. I do think maybe – what I'm I'm doing, I'm making an attempt. I'm going to mute some words, uh, chiefly the name of every political candidate and our president – and see if that brings me any sort of joy, hmm. um, or like helps it, uh, you know, not be as bad. Um, but otherwise, like uh, I'm giving it about two weeks, and then I'm I'm probably <laughs> off Twitter again for okay. at least, for at least a while.
0: Yeah, until Iowa gets uh, bumped from the the tournament, and then uh, and then we're back in it. Or back off of it um all right well um you can follow me at jay underscore keyless on instagram and twitter you can follow me at uh, it's jay on tiktok and you can follow nba at nba pod on instagram twitter and facebook to Tad's point we're doing some stuff on instagram lately shout out to nikki um all right well uh, oh don't forget to give the podcast a five-star rating and review greatly really appreciate it helps people find us in the rankings and for tad for jay this has been nba route.